episode number 640, the BNI origin story. You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you today? I'm doing great, and I'm back home in Austin, Texas after the new year. I uh, had a great new year, and uh, looking forward to jumping into uh, 2020, 2020. Yay. <laughs> so today is a special day. January 8th, 1985, I started BNI. So this is the 35th anniversary for wow. the organization. And we now have well over 9,300 chapters in more than uh, 70 countries around the world. And I wow. thought this would, I, it, it blows me away. I, I, I'm always uh, humbled by what this has become. But I thought it might be a good opportunity to share on the BNI podcast the, the origin story for BNI. I've talked about it briefly in some podcasts, and it's uh, in the book Giver's Gain, the BNI story. But I want to give a, a, a short, tighter version that uh, people can share. Um, because I'm often asked, you know, I've, I've read it, but can, or I've heard about it. Can you can you share it with me? So I I want to want to give sort of the official version of uh, the BNI origin story. So in nineteen around the end of 1983, I started my consulting practice full time, um, and and did it for about a year, and I all the way through 1984 as a management consultant. And I had a really large client. I had a number of clients, but I had a really large client that represented about half of my business or more. And um, uh, we were doing a great job and I just assumed that it would get renewed, but I wasn't involved with their finance and they were underfinanced. And when it came up for a renewal towards the end of 1984, they didn't renew the contract. Oh, wow. And I was really surprised by that. And I had just bought a house, Priscilla, and, uh -huh. it, and, it, and had a mortgage that looked gigantic to me. And <clears throat> so I, I needed to get referrals. I needed to build my business uh, and replace that client. And I, at that time, uh, re received all of my business as a consultant from speaking engagements and referrals, 100%. So uh -huh. I ratcheted up the number of speaking engagements I did, and I had to figure out what to do to generate more referrals. And so I had been involved in networking organizations for a long time. Uh, different kinds of networking groups. But to be honest with you, I didn't really like most of them. They weren't what, what I was really looking for. I went to some groups that were mercenary. They, they would just, you know, I'd go to the meetings and they would just sell to you. It was hardcore business. They were, they were in many ways very negative if you didn't come with business, if you didn't go there to sell. 
And I'd walk away from those meetings and I felt like I'd been slimed. I needed to go uh-huh. home and get a, get a shower. <laughs> because, you know, everyone was just trying to sell to me. Didn't like that. Wasn't my style. And then I went to these other groups, Priscilla, that were really social. This happy hour and hors d'oeuvres. Uh, you know, people didn't even wear badges many times. And there was very little business done. And I certainly didn't uh, find that of value either. So I went to the, some groups that were really mercenary and wasn't my style. And I went to other groups that were very social, which didn't serve my needs. And I had done that for about a year, and it didn't really matter how much business I was getting. I was getting a little bit of business from them, but it didn't really matter because I had enough clients. But when I lost that one really big client, then uh, I needed to do something. And so what I decided to do was to form a single group. I mean, I'd like to tell you, Priscilla, that I had this vision of an international organization with you know, almost 10,000 chapters and 70 countries. But um, the truth is I just needed these referrals for my consulting practice. And I decided to put together a group of friends, people that I knew and trusted and I wanted to refer. And I hoped that they would be willing to refer me as well. So um, in December of 1984, we had an informal meeting to talk about it. And on January 8th, 1985, we had our first meeting because in that informal meeting, they loved the concept of merging business, not being mercenary, but merging business with with relationships, not being totally social. But you took we took these two sides, this, this mercenary and and happy hour, and kind of focused on business and social, both business and relationships, merged them together, and the, the glue that would hold it together is this philosophy of giver's gain. This idea that if I would help you, you'll help me, and we'll all do better as a result of it. So wait, stop right yeah. there for one second. Sure. So you came up with the idea of giver's gain? Yeah, well, giver's gain is a phrase that I had heard um, uh, at one point, but it was not really used by anybody. And I decided that this is exactly what we needed in BNI. BNI was all about this concept of helping other people so that they help you in return. I had a, a slightly different phrase in the first, you know, few months of the organization, but uh, it, we, it was always the philosophy of giving first in order to get from day one. It was always that philosophy. I think that's what separates uh, B&I from almost any other business um, networking organization or even just the concept of how to get business. It, it, it's almost magical right. in a certain kind of way. I think you're right. And my incorporating that concept into B&I uh, from, from day one, I incorporated the concept of giving first, and we used the phrase, you know, uh, just a little bit after we started BNI. Uh, it does set BNI aside because many networks are, they're, like I say, they're very mercenary. It's about, it's about, you know, selling stuff to people as opposed to building relationships and and giving first and getting second. And that concept uh, was really the glue that I think held the two together from day one and um and we met for about three months or so and 
I was getting referrals and I was helping my friends get referrals. And it was at that point that someone came to me and said, uh, this is fantastic. I'd, I, I, I love this, but I can't join because even from day one, we only allowed one person per profession. And the group is part of my consulting practice, by the way. It was, it was part, part of the consulting company that I had at the time. And, um, and they asked me if I'd open up a second group. And, I, and this part is, is definitely in giver's gain. I, I actually said, no, this isn't what I do. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a management consultant. I don't run a network. And she said, well, this is sort of consulting. You know, help me build my business. I said, okay. And so we opened up a second chapter and people came to that second chapter who couldn't join because of a conflict with the other professions. And they said, this is great. I could get a ton of business. Would you help me open up my own group? And I, to them, I said, no, this isn't what I do. And they made the same argument. And I said, okay. And we ended up having 20 chapters after the first year. So, oh, wow. And, and it was without a plan at that point. And it was about December of 1985 that I always take time between Right around New Year's, uh, and, and you see with BNI Podcast, we, we take a couple of weeks off around the new year. And one of the reasons for that is I always take time to reflect. Where do I want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be at the end of next year? How did this year compare to my plan? And that particular year, is like, what the heck happened? This was not part of my plan at all. And that's when I realized I had struck a chord in the business community that I didn't anticipate. And, and that chord was that we don't teach this in colleges and universities. Nobody knows how to network effectively. And they're all looking for ways to build their business through referrals. And it was at that point that I started to scale BNI. I created my plan for going uh, global in the organization, which will be one of my next podcasts Garage to Global. How did I take the business out of my garage to a global organization? Yeah, that's amazing to me. And, uh, and that's really the story. I mean, the story comes from me going to groups that I thought were mercenary and groups that I thought were too social. And, and I, I put the two concepts together with this philosophy that I ended up calling uh, Giver's Gain. And, um, and the rest is history. And, and uh, it, it's been an incredible ride, 35 years now. Uh, my hair is a lot grayer. <laughs> and it was in the beginning. But uh, it's been an incredible experience. And I'm humbled by the amount of business that is generated. Um, I, I, we, we don't have the final numbers in, but it looks like more than 16 billion U.S. dollars worth of business will have been done last, last year, 2019. Wow. wow. And um, it's, it's really, uh, it's been a wild ride. And, and I've really enjoyed every bit of it. Well, almost every bit of it. And I've thoroughly enjoyed the podcasts, and I hope this uh, podcast, the or, this is the origin story for BNI. I hope hope uh, this puts uh, it in perspective how the organization began. That's all I have today, Priscilla. Well, I just want to comment that it's it's amazing that you've done so well with organizing BNI because it's so um, well thought out, and the process of uh, there's so much education. Um, you know, the meetings run so beautifully with uh, the way that you've set the agendas. Um, it, it's very interesting how you've done all this. It's, it's pretty impressive. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I think uh, in, in the next podcast, as a matter of fact, let's do it as the very next podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll do some material uh, I call Garage to Global. Okay, and it's some I'll of the things that. that I wasn't taught necessarily in college. 
that I implemented to help scale BNI. And, and much of what I'm going to talk about in that next podcast uh, was what I thought about in December of 1985 when I decided that I'd better pay attention to this networking thing because it was really making a difference for a lot of people's lives. We'll do that next week, yeah? Okay, that sounds very good. Thank you so much. Well, I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much, Dr. Miser, for this great information. The podcast has a new sponsor, so go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com. Ivan has assembled a wide array of topics, and you are invited to participate. So thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.